Indy Radio, February 8th, 2017. Welcome back from our humble studio in Louisville, Kentucky. My host, as always, Charles Schmeltz with me. Today in background, Mike, one lot, a 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 lot to talk about. Certainly is. This has been a very busy, hectic week. We have been gone for about an entire month and a half. Doing other shows, doing other projects, doing other things for the studio. I'm buying a house, mm-hmm. so it's been pretty busy. And then with Christmas, we just haven't been able to come back in here. So we kind of waited out the entirety of Trump's beginning presidency, his inauguration, the whole controversy about that, and then his it's probably the day-to-day idea, routine of just let the, fucking <laughs> everything in the ass. Let the dust settle, and then pick up from there but i don't know i don't think the dust is ever going to settle so really haven't been paying attention to that to be honest with you um you're gonna have to fill me in on most of that stuff well i actually took a break from facebook in the last week because i was so sick and tired of seeing it and as soon as i got back on just bam right in my face so much sick and tired of seeing what the trump stuff just politics in general yeah Uh, it's been kind of rough um especially on social media because Generally speaking, and maybe this is just a general generational thing, but I am just surrounded by people that just despise Trump's guts. And I'm going to guess that it's just because young people add young people on social media, and um, that's just a young person's thought. Well, where you work at, like too, Trump, is a so. predominantly like millennial-based workforce. Very, yeah, I, I'm so I can imagine the head that. of my department at a very millennial-based, very, you know, Equality and diversity-driven company, which I don't is underst- a good thing. I don't understand why conservatives and Republicans think get that's a lot of such s- bad. Yeah, I don't understand why they think that's such a bad idea, or why they think we have an agenda when we're just trying to e- preach equality for everyone. Uh, well, who is we now? Are you actually like quoting from the position of a millennial? I mean, fuck it, man. If that's the label I got, then I'll own no, it. Nah, screw that, dude. I see. At the end of the day, I can't agree. With I don't agree everything with that people my age do. Of I, course, I, ca- I of can't course. agree. The hardcore, like, intense fighting about it and the in-your-face, just as bad or if not worse so than the Republicans and conservatives. Sure. We can be just as bad. In fact, I think a lot of times we're worse because we preach about equality, but then we get in each other's faces and diss each other and say horrible mean things to each other, and that's not what we should be doing Yeah, I'm just just not all about... 100% of what the people of my generation say. I'm I'm I I hate social justice warriors. I hate oh, the entire them. social justice mindset. I hate the whole offensiveness um counterculture mm-hmm. of my generation and I laughed and laughed and laughed at every single reaction to Trump's winning the presidency. <laughs> I watched YouTube videos. I I looked at series about it. I saw documentaries. I know there was this really fat girl that was singing, say, screaming that she was going to have a heart attack, and she's not even kidding. That was the best one. <laughs> oh, my God. You better fix this right fucking now. <laughs> I'm seriously about to die. Someone call the police. i got to look that video up. She was the best ever. The reactions to this were the greatest thing ever, and we didn't get to cover it when it actually happened, but it was the greatest fucking thing that had ever been. Oh, my God. Did people freak the fuck out? So mm-hmm. a little story for everybody in the audience. I actually went to a packed to the brim gay bar on um, election night. I was there with you, yes. Packed to the brim gay bar. We both did uh, with my fiance, a weaver, and uh, they they were holding Hillary signs. Dude, it was heartbreaking. They they had with her shirts, tags, stickers. We went to several jackets. We went to several different ones, and I remember every single time a new state would be called, the atmosphere just got grimmer and grimmer and grimmer as it became more and more obvious that he was going to win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it it was terrible. Hold on one sec. I'm going to tell the rest of the story, but let's let's switch right over here. Look at this beautiful woman right now. You can already tell she about to freak the fuck out about something. Oh, my God. And it, literally all it says is girl freaks out. So <laughs> hold, on, hold on one sec. Oh, sorry. Peaked a little bit there. No, that's all right. It has to be a joke. I do not believe this is happening. I'm literally about to fucking die. It just broke the camera. This shit right now. I literally am going to die. I can't <laughs> someone edited that to where it would just like blow out your speakers but you literally get the gist that woman was sobbing 
she was going to die. Her face was red. Someone call like the ambulance. Trump is president. Oh, my God. Can't call the Amber Lamps, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, gay bar, election night, Hillary supporters everywhere. I mean, they are gay. Trump, were, hel- Trump held up a flag once. He didn't get any of our votes, for sure. They were playing some of the gayest shit there, too. Like oh, yeah, Whitney no. Houston singing the national in anthem be- and right. Madonna and Celine Dion and <laughs> yeah. all these patriotic songs. In between every single <laughs> SNL skit that ever was about Trump, they mm-hmm. played. They went back and forth from that CNN to, like, fucking, right, share songs. Just typical, mm-hmm. like, drag old, queen shit. Old gay men. It, it was annoying, but it was the, the place to be because... You started to see her bump, little little by little. She won tiny states, because tiny states are going to be the first to report. So she started winning tiny states. Mm-hmm. All right, she started going up, 80, 90. But then when we co- got into the Midlands. Oh, my God. Here comes Trump. Oh, my Lord. W- when it started hitting like 930, 10 o'clock, 1030, you know, bam, here goes Kentucky. Bam, here goes some of the eastern states. Bam, here goes some northwestern states. Bam, mm. uh, Florida's reporting 67%. Uh, it's leaning towards Hillary. 80% going to Trump, and you could just <laughs> tell, because Florida's like that one, ever since the whole um, Al Bush-Gore Bush election, <laughs> Florida's literally like the one everyone pays attention to. If you win everything else, you better win fucking Florida, because no one doesn't win Florida and then skips over the presidency. So it was getting closer, 80%, 90%, and then 100%, or at least 99.9%. Too early to call. Trump. It was literally like that Dave Chappelle skit. I hated all the SNL skits coming up towards the election because, again, just fucking we get it. We get it. You're here to report an agenda. We get it. And I'm fine with that agenda. It's just don't be so biased about it. Yeah. Please don't try to report yourself as like middle-of-the-road comedy show. When we, You're uh, blue as fuck. <laughs> I remember, though, when we co- uh, covered this in the last episode before we took our break, yeah. uh, we were both talking that we were willing to give Trump a chance and willing to see what he was going to do and wait until January, wait until the next year <laughs> and see what his policies were. And now here we are two weeks into his presidency, yeah. and things are not changing like we thought they would or things are he's not showing off any sort of you know different side it's pretty much business as usual as it was on the campaign trail yeah it was it, it honestly was but it, it was insane so mm-hmm. when that hit and he started to bump up to that big 270 number you started to see you know drunk gay guys are different than normal drunk straight people or yeah. just drunk people all together i didn't mean to say normal but you know what i mean they're they're not like all kinds of other drunk people they are a special kind of drunk because they always you know there's angry drunks there's happy drunks but when a queer gets drunk he always like skims the line between the two he's always angry and he's always like happy as fuck at the same exact mm-hmm. time but once you started mixing in the depression of trump actually winning into that mix Oh, my God, you might as well have put, like, a, a Xanax in a cocktail. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, my Jesus Christ. It it, it, it it was a mixture that would scare the dead. And then all of a sudden, when he started getting to, cl- to that 270 number, when he was, like, right before it, and you knew this was it, y- you're not going to have a woman present for quite a while. When, well, when oh, I was, my God. I was at work. Uh, I had to leave for work that yeah. night before it was called. But I remember at one point, I just made peace with them. Like, yeah, he's probably going to win. And then when they announced it at work, I was like, yep, I knew no, it. You, you, I mean, you knew. You had to have known. Everyone uh, knew. He he was just going to get it. I didn't at really care point at the that time. Because get it. I didn't really care at the time because politics did not play a big part in my life at all. And I was just kind of like, well, nothing he's going to do is really going to affect me personally. So we'll just try to wait and see what happens. But that that, that Saturday Night Live sketch skit no, was yeah. so true. The Dave Chappelle one, not their other ones. Oh. The one where he plays like the one black guy in a room full of white people. Oh, yeah. That and are like, watching the election night. They happen. keep trying to justify. Guys, we're going to have our first woman president. And every single time they jump forward a couple hours, they keep trying to say, well, maybe if they win this state and then the next. Uh, well, maybe. Maybe if it's a, well, maybe, well, maybe in the, the end. Yeah, there's just a hundred thousand brothers hiding out in New England. <laughs> You're going to get it. You didn't get it. So no. it's it's been a wild ride. So what has happened so far? We came into the saying, all right, we're not going to talk about Trump. We're, we're just going to skip right over this. We were actually, in the next episode, this is actually going to happen, but we're going to make a drink game out of this. We're going to get all the Trump out of our system. And then anytime forward from this, because everyone wants a fucking break from this nonsense. And I would like to be there for that mm-hmm. break. Every time we mention Trump or politics, we're going to have to take a swig of something. Uh, whiskey, beer, something. It's going to happen because we have to stop. But let's get it out of our system. What has Trump done 
since we have been off CMB radio. Go. Well, the wall is getting built, and Mexico is still paying for it. Even. They, they had <laughs> cash reserves for it, but the cash reserves is only $12 million, and that only like puts a dent like in the $40 billion. Million. Million. Yeah, no, it's like $30, $40 billion to build yeah. the entire thing. But now it's like the taxpayers are going to pay for it, but then Mexico is going to pay us back. And I'm like, yeah, from that'll what? happen. From what? From what? No, they and Mexico keeps saying that's not going to happen. Well, of course and not. I, I they read, don't owe us any money. I read we actually have a deficit with them apparently, or something like that. Deficits don't, don't matter. Deficits only mean that we bought less than they bought, or they bought less than we bought. It's not like an actual amount we have to meet. It's just kind of like a thing that they keep. I read of. that they were talking about doing tariffs and uh, higher taxes on imports from Mexico to pay for the wall, no. and that just means that us taxpayers, us c- civilians, are the ones that are literally gonna we're going to pay for the wall no matter what they decide. Get ready to. To pay forty bucks a bottle for your tequila, but no, and your Mexican Coke. It, people are so stupid. He actually pulled that wool over their heads. No, we have a trade deficit. That means that they'll pay us the difference of that trade deficit, and that'll go towards the wall. Any of here's the, here's the way that'll work. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, here's the way that works. Let's say you and I both have an antique store, and yeah. we buy from each other's antique store. I buy a $20 lamp on Friday, and that same Friday, you buy $40 worth of Pez dispensers. Okay, well, there's a difference of $20, but you don't owe me $20. <laughs> that just you just bought, or I just bought $20 yeah. less than you bought from me. You don't, No one owes anybody anything, you dumb motherfuckers. And I, just, I remember um, uh, it was especially funny that when the uh, Mexican president went on uh, t- television in Mexico and actually said it in both Spanish and English so that Trump would understand that he's not paying for the fucking wall. It was funny. We're it not was pay for that wall. It was so funny. No, absolutely not. Um, like and, and any of his followers or voters, they're they're morons. They're fools and they're idiots if they thought think that Trump is going to stick by them or do anything for them yeah. or stick to his promises. No, he's yeah. not. The whole entire oh we're gonna change washington it's gonna be for the people no look at his cabinet they're the richest cabinet in history all billionaires all friends from wall street yeah nothing's getting changed it's gonna be business as usual or it's gonna get even worse yeah no we're looking at another four years of stagnation and nothing this is is all the same shit everyone else has said and and Mm -hmm. no offense to you but there's it's an offense against both of us this is just the same shit everyone else has said you know, it's business as usual. Fat cat's going to get fatter and the skinny cat's going to get skinnier. The poor get poorer. And the what's rich so get richer. It, but what's so amazing about this is how people just fed into it. He had them eating out of the palm of his hands well, and how people just believed again, it. Again, we talked tons and tons about this and we hit the nail on the head, I think. It's because the media, one, didn't take him seriously and then two, fed into his bullshit. Well, they fed into his persona of fuck you, fuck politics, I'm going to do what I want. They fed into that by giving him the wrong kind of attention. It's just mind-boggling to me how his followers what got behind him as being the man for the people, the man who's going to bring shit to Washington yeah. when he's one of the people that yeah. we hate. He is a billionaire Wall Street yeah. person. He's the epitome of everything that is wrong with America, or at least the corruption of politics and corporations seeping into, you know, Washington. Yeah. And it's only going to it's only going to get ten times worse from here on. Yeah, out. but you know, I'm sorry, guys. Another part of that, you're you're correct, but another part of that was Hillary sucked. She was terrible. Yeah. Well, that's neither here nor there. She's terrible at the. I mean, again, it's neither here nor there. But she had just too much writing on her. She had too much with the foundation. Too much with there's. Yeah, that was emails. too much shady. But shit. I agree with Bernie Sanders. Uh, we're he- tired of t- talking about your emails, girl. Just tired of it. It, it was just something that they kept hitting on, and they could have hit, hit on every other candidate for much worse. So to much me it was like evil versus. It was that evil. was the one thing everyone focused on was the emails, and yet scandal after scandal after scandal just flew under the radar, or people just didn't give a shit when it came sure. to Donald Trump. Yeah, no, you're completely right. It's du- it's sexist and it's double so, standard. But what have we gotten from that? Let's just look at the facts as they are. What have we gotten from that? So we have a weird ass immigration ban that really doesn't make much sense and isn't really a ban. It's, it's just not. an extension of our already stringent um, immigration laws as is. Like it's so hard to become an immigrant in this country as is. It's such a long process. One thing about even to become a refugee, but now he's extended it. One thing about that, uh, people tried to say that Obama just opened the borders and let everybody in. No. Now, you look at the policies under his administration. They were really strict, too. He ordered several bombings and several, you know, uh, yeah. attacks against those kind, those countries. Yeah. And his immigration policies were extremely strict, even stricter from the Bush era. Sure. And uh, I don't know where people are getting their facts I, from. I mean, again, not much change, but if you actually look at the facts and see what it takes uh, as a person, if you live in a country that is under some sort of war— 
um, you are qualified to become a refugee. The fucking shit you have to do to become a refugee is insane, let alone an immigrant. I've known people that have immigrated into this country that I knew for years and years and years. They were working. They were holding jobs, property. You know, they were having kids. They were not American citizens. It is so hard to become an American citizen already. Mm -hmm. And he puts on what people are calling a ban, but it's really just like an extension of current laws. So it's not as bad as people might think. It's still fucking stupid because what does it mean? Immigration ban against what? This list of countries. Why? Well, it was immediate. why because you you think the br- evil brown people are in those countries? Shut the fuck up! Well, as soon as uh, he issued the executive order, it was immediately stayed and struck down by a federal judge, and sure. pending a, an appeal or whatever the process. I don't know exactly yeah. the process involved with that. It just goes to show you just how clueless and stupid John, uh, Trump is when he came into office, thinking that he was just going to be able to take his pen out, write these executive orders, and bam, that's it. I mean, hey, there's you, a checks you, and balances you, system in place for people like him. You can't fucking hurt the guy. He, he said he was going to get a lot done. He has got a lot done. He's, he's trying. Oh, my God. He's got a lot done. He's, he whether it's bad or good is up to, I, th- I think he's fucking stupid still. But whether it's bad or good is up to a personal taste. But motherfuckers, is a, he's been signed. That's the first time those pens have actually ran out of fucking ink. I guarantee you. I wonder, oh, my God. That boy has I, been I'm curious to see what how many executive orders he's already signed compared to presidents <clears> in the <throat> past. I, th- I think they did a number of that. People have signed maybe like think the most like 2025 20, in their entire presidency he's already signed fucking like 10 yeah no he's gonna surpass that though i could soon. be completely ignorant on that so i think to me personally the most disturbing thing about his presidency yeah. is the all-out war against the media and sure. all-out war against journalists mm-hmm. calling everything fake saying that anything negative written about him is fake saying that anything yeah. that says that he's not the 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 polls that say that he's got the lowest you know yeah. approval rates that's all fake yeah according to his administration it's all fake yeah. his, his press secretary is constantly attacking the media and it's Slamming everything that anything no, yeah. negative anything says, yeah, yeah. and to me that is probably the most disturbing thing about the presidency so far because it is so reminiscent of um, Hitler's rot. I'm not comparing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not comparing All him right. to Hitler. I'm just saying it's it's a general example. On CND Radio, we're not millennial enough to actually call Trump Hitler. I'm not. I am for the record. I am not comparing Trump to Hitler. I do not think he's that evil. I don't think he's capable of doing the things that he uh, Hitler did. Nor do I think Trump even wants to. Sure. I'm just saying that the comparisons to the rise of Nazi Germany in uh, the, you know, events leading up to World War Two, the, the mirrors are really startling. It's like the the Nazi Germany regime would attack the media, would attack everything that was written negative about Hitler and everything sure. about the regime. Yeah. And um, bit by bit, they slowly kind of planted the seeds of doubt in the public's mind, and they couldn't trust anything other th- unless it was coming directly sure. from the Hitler. And I think that's exactly what's going on now. Trump is trying to de- uh, delegitimize uh, CNN, all the news stations, even news stations that are on uh, that are predominantly conservative, are yeah. even going on the attack. Well, here's the thing: during the entire presidential run, a lot of those news sources were bullshit mm-hmm. because they despised some Trump Trump so much that they did everything in their power to report on the negative view of him. And then anytime something came out about Hillary, you know, the deletion of all of her emails, the destruction of her laptops, the segregation of certain years of emails being viewed by the FBI versus these years, you mm-hmm. know, the paying off of officials, the weird shit that went down with her foundation. They kind of ignored all that just to go after him because, you know, he was the, the easy t- easy target. He still is the easy target. Fuck mm-hmm. him. He's a retard. But um, mm-hmm. they were bullshit. They were absolutely bullshit. They were completely wrong. But now, you know, they're d- trying to do as fair of a reporting job as possible. It's but really it's, hard. It's when, tough, too, when you hate this man so much. I mean, and you just look at the facts, and it's just, it's you can't deny that the policies he's implementing right. and the things that he's doing, are he's far <laughs> stepping out of his bounds as a president and sure. doing exactly the opposite of what he should be doing and trying to unite the country and try to bring us all together. Right. He's not doing anything to silence the critics, and he's just fanning the flames. Right. And um, I... D- uh, just even the whole alternative facts thing, you know, they're just outright lies that the administration is saying and yeah. telling us. It's just how can you say that with a straight face? You really can't. And here's the thing. There is a problem with fake news because 
where do people get their news now? Mostly from you know, social media aggregations, mm-hmm. stuff that their friends share. Well, stuff that their friends share is typically going to be a little biased because when people mm-hmm. share something on a social media platform, they're sharing it to a lot of people they either know personally or want to impress. That's literally the entire point of social media is to impress. Yeah. So you want to come across as completely right. So you're going to find something that makes your already weird-ass opinion right, even if you're far left, far right, or mm-hmm. somewhere in between. There's plenty of far left like websites and newspaper sources. Well, that's what's so you dangerous know, they, about. They it. can drag stuff from like Bill Maher. They can drag stuff. And I love Bill Maher, but my God, that that dude is like the fucking Bill O'Reilly of the blue. Or they can go far right, and they can go to like Alex Jones's websites and start pulling stuff from that. Just weird, weird websites with stuff like you know WeRepublicansNow.com. Look what I found on uh, OurBoysInBlue.net. Isn't this great? This bitch is a scam. Like, well, come that's on, what's man. That's so dangerous about it's this fake. Day and age. It's all fake. But the the problem is, you're finding stuff to support your argument. And you're ignoring to everything the else. Social, like, bystanding of your entire media presence. So there's a, a huge influx of fake news, and people might not think that Facebook and Google is responsible. They're absolutely responsible because your website is billions and billions of people strong. Your website is one of the most powerful things on the planet right now when it comes to, you know, consumption of you mm-hmm. know, media and entertainment and news and connecting with people. Your website is the most powerful about that. If you're going to continue to allow things like that to be put off as truth and shared hundreds of thousands, even millions of times around the Internet when it's just it's false, it's false. It's just people taking comfort in their weird beliefs being validated by a website that literally has their fucking weird beliefs in the title. I am a huge conservative dot org. What the fuck? You see that and then you think, well, you're justified and you can just completely ignore all the other evidence or news to the contrary, sure. if you're, especially if you're on the Internet, you can just block it or you can just not even look at it. Yeah. And um, it does nothing to, you know, but perpetuate lies and the fake news and the fake facts. Yeah, it's, and it's stupid. As but to house people in charge, like the press secretary and whoever the hell that one bitch is that talked about this fake Bowling Green massacre mm-hmm. and then completely tried to, you know, go back and say, oh, well, I, uh, I lied, but I didn't lie. Mm. And it's just it's it's dangerous. It's setting a horrible precedent. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not going it, to it's just going to keep getting worse. I can't see this uh, train slowing down until either a Trump is impeached or the election in 2020. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's a possibility that it could be because he's actually fucking up. Mm -hmm. Like he's doing things that actually may or may not be actually illegal. Uh, Like the immigration man, which I don't even know. Was that uh, put on hold? Yeah, the, it was. A, the ju- there was a judgment uh, uh, um, that w- it was stayed until yeah. the investigation or until they can, you know, figure out the legality of it and see if it can even be done. If Trump even has the authority to do such a thing, yeah. And uh, then there's uh, the, there's so many gray areas with that. The people who are already here who have like visas or green cards, or yeah. uh, what people who are already on their way to America, people mm-hmm. who have children here yeah. who are born here, but yeah. they're still illegal immigrants themselves. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at the facts and look at how many people are killed a year, or people have been killed since 9/11, only um, like a handful of people have been killed by you know so-called Islamic terrorists, mm-hmm. and so many more people are killed by you know. American violence, you know, violence from on each other. Mm. Uh, the uh, I don't understand what this border wall or this immigration ban is supposed to be doing because if the, I think the terrorists could get here, I think still, <laughs> or they're already here. I think the terrorists could get here. They could still I mean, get. <laughs> here's the thing. Maybe I'm in your. Maybe I, I got naive. it. I got it. The guys from 9/11, the man that perpetrated those attacks, they were here on visas. They came here legally. They passed through security legally. We get it. We got to be stricter. That is no reason to fucking put out this worldwide ban against people, people you don't even know, but just naturally assume could blow everything up. I gotcha. I got it. Radical Islam is an extremely scary thing because there's a little bit of a difference between radical Islam and radical Christians and radical Jew. I got it. I don't see any rules being made against radical Christians or extremist Christians Absolutely or extremist not. Jews. Or in, in, there's extremists in every religion, not just those three. Or in every belief system. Yeah. What about the little fucking white kid that went into a black church and shot 11 fucking people? 
over his weird beliefs. That gets or the tons of people that think that they're gods and get everyone to commit suicide around them. Well, all of that is explained away as mental illness. Yes, of course. That's mental illness. But when someone reads a book and thinks, okay, this book is telling me to kill people and I'll go to this wonderful place in the heavens. All right, Allahu Akbar, boom. That's not mental illness. That's just a bunch of people reading a book and going crazy. Get the fuck out of here. I read the books. I read books all the time. Stephen King books even. They don't make me want to kill people. No. I've read the entirety of the Quran. I had to. I had to. Really? Yeah, no. I went to Bible school and, oh, good old Mr. Darrow. His name was Eric (laughs) Darrow. He loved Fleetwood Mac. He talked with a monotone voice and he would watch like uh, weird black and white movies after school. But... The thing about him was is that he he was a hardcore Christian. Hardcore. Really? Even more hardcore than I. I'm surprised you had the Quran in there. Yeah, but what he did was we had a class of each religion, and mm-hmm. he made you read the book behind each religion. So, you know, the Old Testament, the Torah, basically, the Quran, and then the Bible, uh, mostly the New Testament because we pretty much covered the Old Testament when we were studying Judaism. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Oh God! Uh, what? Just the Book of Mormon. Oh yeah. Yeah, I still have my copy of the Book of Mormon. I didn't get all the way through that because the Book of Mormon is really boring, but the Quran is fucking amazing. It, it's it's you know it's got like horses and swords and stabbing and murder and like rotating things three hundred times and stepping on a rock and flying to paradise. It's the most amazing book ever. It's like it does. <laughs> what is it like? It's like. Harry Potter, only it causes genocide it, no, and it inspires is. bad folk it's, music. It's all the best parts of the Old Testament expanded 200 more pages. It's amazing. It does say some stuff about infidelity. It does say some stuff about The killing. Bible says the same thing, though. Of course it does. Of course it does. And I'm not going to talk about my religious affiliation. I'm still a believer in some things. Yeah. Um, I mean, I came up as a Jew and then turned into really? a, a freaking Catholic. I yes. didn't know that. Yeah, I was born a Jewish little boy. Uh, then uh, we switched to Catholicism, went to Mass. Damn. Then my mom switched to Methodism because she thought Catholicism was too much. It was just too much. I mean, she was she was too busy. She didn't have time. My grandma was retired. She can pray on rosaries 80 times any day. <laughs> but my my mom was building a career. She, she said, oh, fuck this. Let's go to Methodism. All they do is like wear T-shirts and like go to church for an hour, have some coffee afterwards. Bam. Done. I was like, yeah. Less time spent at church. I was all for that. Not for any like religious belief, but just because I thought church was boring and it scared Hell me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah is right. It scared me. But the Quran does say some stuff, just like the Bible does. But you don't read a book and go crazy. You already have that illness in place, either from it being integrated in you from birth, like your parents instill that in you. Mm-hmm. But even then, you have to take something on faith. You can't take everything on a belief system that was put into you as a child. If that was the case, then we'd all be Christians. Every atheist that there ever was would have already still been a Christian. You have to have some sort of faith at some point. You can't just keep the beliefs as a child and all the way up to an adulthood and kill yourself. So yes, there is a part of mental illness about this. And if you think it's anything else, you're fucking crazy. It's not their religion. Their religion is larger than Catholic or Christianity and Judaism combined. I mean, th- this is an attitude that many people have, and it's been stated time and time again. But it's something that I truly believe with all my heart, and that an immigration ban and a border wall ban just goes <coughs> against the founding principles of America, yeah. and that everybody's ancestors came from a different place. We're all different religions, races, groups, sexualities. Yeah. Um, it, it just, and then to say that a certain group of people can't enter the country because of the color of their that skin or because of their sense. religion, it's the the people who came to America on the Mayflower. They were. Fl- Religious yeah. persecution on the Mayflower. You know, you know what I mean. Exactly. Uh, when the first they were wearing those little black things with the white little the, ties, yeah, and, and those buckle-up shoes. I, it just, it just to me, corn and shit. To me, it just is so un-American. It, it, it's actually, it's kind of what made this country it's amazing. So un, it's unhuman, and economically diverse. Immigration is good for economics. The more people with more diverse skill sets then people that are already in your country are going to be good. 
Why do you think that when a lot of this, why do you think there's so many stereotypes of immigrants doing the same exact job as other same immigrants? Because they come in with that skill set or either that or they learn that skill set from, uh, you know, ancestors or relatives or friends that are already in the country that are in that business. When they're bringing some of their culture and some of their skills to Absolutely. America and trying to integrate it into what our society. What the fuck do you want us to be? A, a pre-Edo period Japan? That's exactly what people want. They want everyone who comes over here to assimilate and to be exactly it's like the rest of that. America. They don't want anybody. They don't want any. They literally want us to be the starting Japan. So before Japan became this like blossoming thing, they had this period to where, you know, they overthrew their current ruler and he shut down the country completely. No import, no export. Shut it down. All right. You're going to follow my religion. You're not going to take anything from anyone else and you're going to keep it in Japan. Mm-hmm. And guess what the fuck happened? It didn't work. It worked for a while, but after a while, the fucking the English and the Dutch were going, "Hey, bud, do you want anything at all? We have all this cool shit like metal and tools and bowls and fucking books, science, history, chemistry, astronomy. Do you guys want any of this stuff?" And they're just like, "I don't want to be racist, but they're you know they're the polar well, rice patties." How long ago was this? Thousands of oh, years ago, God. hundreds. Yeah. Of, okay, yeah, I was yeah, wondering. Yeah, yeah but. You know, they were just like, bruh, come on. You got to let us in. You're dying. We got to do something. Let us in or else we just we just going to start fighting you. We don't even know why. It's the we Japanese just give tradition. You shit. Their, their culture is still very much entrenched in ancient traditions and it's, the mentality. Yeah, and I, I knew I was into Japanese culture for a while. Not as like a weeboo or anything, mm-hmm. but I had a, a friend, a family friend who uh, was a Japanese-English translator, and, you know, he lived in Japan and um, America at the same time. And, you know, I, I, I just thought it was fascinating how, like, into themselves they were, not selfishly, but selflessly. Like, uh, if you, I guess, for example, if you're a Japanese man and you do something wrong, like if you make a mistake or something, it's very concentrated on you. You know, how do you get better? What do you do about it? There's never okay. Well, who can I blame? There's a say, there's a saying that they have there. It's a lot I, like that. I forget what the name of it is, but it translates into it cannot be helped. And pretty much when people make mistakes yes. or stuff happens, they just brush it off and be like, life goes on. You yeah, know, no, they're they're exactly like that. You know, I've seen Japan. You know, you hear stories about like mass layoffs and stuff of mm-hmm. electronic companies and stuff. And there's some sadness over there, but it, again, they're it they're very what, like you know, they're like it is what it is. Way of the world. We'll, here we go. We'll go on. We'll move on. And that's exact. That's the exact exo- opposite mentality that we have here in America. We want to put the blame on somebody, or we want to say, oh, this was his fault, or we should be bailed out, or you know, all of that just completely goes against. What we should be thinking and what you know should so, be. So shikata ganai. I guess shikata ganai. Mm-hmm. It cannot be helped. Cultural association. So the phrase has been used by many Western writers to describe the ability of Japanese people to maintain dignity in the face of unavoidable tragedy, injustice, particularly when the circumstances are beyond their millennials control. could definitely benefit from this saying more often. I I try to live my life by that. Anything that happens, I I I said to myself. Here, here, here's basically my life. When I was nine or ten, and I, I hate to talk about me this whole podcast, but when I was <laughs> nine or ten, I'm interesting little boy. Uh, I, I, you know, people want to be firefighters. What did you want to be when you grew up? Um, I wanted to be an astronomer. Really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, you weren't far off. I wanted to be a chemist, but um, you know that that fell off the wayside really quickly. So when I was about nine, ten, maybe even eleven, I had two goals in mind. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make at least 40000 a year. <laughs> I don't know why that was the number. <laughs> Maybe, like, my mom finally started making good money like that or, you know, middle-class money like that because we were poor. And I was like, damn, I want that. But that was my goal all the way up. I wanted 40000 a year, and I never wanted to be homeless. And I still keep that. And anything that happens that isn't related to those two things – even if it's not the forty thousand a year, I, I I wasn't making forty thousand a year up until like maybe two three years ago. I, I'm making a lot now. Not a brag thing. It's just I, you know, fucking left you, my house at sixteen mm-hmm. and did a lot of shit to work there, and you know, almost became homeless. But if there's if there's nothing that is gonna put you out on the street or kill you, why do you think eighty year old people care about their health? And their friends and nothing else. Because people and yourself is all that matters. Not yourself as in like what can I get? But like your being, like how you your live your life. Spiritual being and your mentality. Maybe and mental. yeah, your faith is one thing that people well, care about. Well, there's a difference it. between religion and but spirituality. Like your health. Yeah. Yeah. 
like your health. People care about their health like, and their friends, and that's it. Because like, if it's not going to put you out on the street or kill you, doctor, who gives a shit? She got a gun eye. Like, I'm not religious, but I'm definitely spiritual in the sense that, you know, I believe in things like karma and positive and negative sure. energy, and what goes around comes around. And, sure. Um, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. That's, those are attitudes and beliefs that the American citizens should adopt and might be a lot more um, <coughs> beneficial, and maybe we would be more happy that way instead of just worrying about all this petty nonsense and bullshit that's going on right now. Yeah. Uh, Washington and the senators and the bigwigs and uh, uh, Capitol Hill could definitely benefit from that mentality. Yeah, no, they, they absolutely could. Um, so, yeah, that was it. Anything else about Trump? <laughs> Sorry, that was uh, the Betsy DeVos mm. skit. So, um, well, oh my God, this woman. The more and more I figure, it, I find out about this woman, the more and more I just want to take her face in my hands and twist her neck until it pops off. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. You know, her brother is actually the founder of Blackwater Security. You no, know? it's not. Yep, I've known people from Blackwater before. You're kidding? Nope. All found right. that out on Reddit yesterday. We got a lot to talk about, but uh, <laughs> let's take a break. Let's get some water. Let's blow your nose. Take a shit. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> Quick break. CND Radio will be right back. Stay tuned, guys. Thank you very much. Be right back. Bye bye. Radio, back at ya. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yes, indeed. Rocking out with a cocking out. Mm-hmm. That was Mega Man, the Rock Man remix on guitar at Devin Oates on YouTube. Thank you for that recommendation, devs. <laughs> so, uh, when we left off, we were talking a lot about Trump, a lot about religion, a lot about politics. And now we are on the latest news of the White House. Probably. The, the uh, <coughs> you know, it's, it's that common joke you've been seeing on the internet. They just got to put up a sign that says, uh, day since we've been a world disgrace, zero. So, if you do not know, Betsy DeVos was confirmed as our new educational secretary, which means... Um, <laughs> I it, don't know. Uh, who knows? Um, this is... As it, this is one of the most contentious in, uh, nominations in history. Um, it hit very historic um, uh, nomination yeah. because the Senate was tied, deadlocked, exactly on her. You actually had for the uh, two Republican senators that voted against her. And um, the, uh, before she even uh, became nominated, a lot of people were heavily criticizing her appointment. Uh, she's donated over $200 million to various senators who voted for her and voted her in. Oh, come on. That didn't have anything nope. to do with it. Jeez. Oh, yeah. When no. you give money to somebody, you don't ask for anything in return, especially if it's not like a few hundred thousand to a couple million. This is $200 million, Charles, now. if I gave you $200 million, I wouldn't expect anything from you. It, it just goes to show you what idiots Trump's followers were and I'm sorry if anybody is here uh, listening who is a Trump follower but you're an idiot if you thought he was not going to nominate you are okay if, if I, you again Sandy Radio is not millennial enough to actually call Trump supporters idiots if you thought that he wasn't going to stock his cabinet <laughs> yeah. and his people with yeah. billionaires and his own friends sure. and people who were wrong for the job. Sure. I mean, and she's one of the most wrong people for this particular position. She's a never been to a public school, yeah. never been a teacher, and doesn't yeah. have any sort of education experience. Yeah. And the comments and things that she said about public schools in the, event, in the days leading up to this sure. uh, nomination and quite startling and, and disturbing. Um, well, like I was saying earlier, the Senate was deadlocked on this nomination, and mm-hmm. it was the first time in history that the vice president had to come in and 
do a split vote on the appointment of a cabinet member. And what is a split vote? Like, basically, he's the end-all, be-all, all right, yeah. I pick eeny, meeny, money, Betsy. Of course he was going to pick. He's the vice president. Uh, uh, of course he was going to pick her. So what was the problems with Betsy DeVos right off the bat? Why was she well, so hated? Well, the, the, uh, all the problems I just mentioned, her having no background in education and the things that she said well, Why about was she even up for the fucking position to begin with? I have no idea, to be honest. I haven't done all my fact-checking on this yet, but... But the, the things I've said are the things that I do know. Um, she's a big proponent of like our, of charter schools, I think. Um, and it, it also, her uh, nomination and uh, to this um, Department of Education comes the same week that a Republican senator introduced a bill that would completely abolish the entire department. So I really don't understand what is going on. Sure. It, it's confusing. It's confusing the hell out of me. Um, and I just think that the, our our children are going to be the ones that suffer for this in the yeah. months and years to come. Yeah. If she does a fraction of the stuff she says she's going to do, I mean, public schools are already you know under uh, underemployed and being underfunded, and cut programs are being cut back. I bet you, I guarantee, there's going to be some sort of nationwide cut for the arts programs and things of that nature, mm. and th- there already is. But I bet I, gu- I guarantee there's going to be more. Sure. And not only that, just the, her family connections. Her brother is the founder of Blackwater Security. And is those he of, really? Those of you. Oh my kn- God! I did a short film that had a couple uh, consultants from Blackwater, and then I did a feature that had a consultant from Blackwater. So in case people maybe they all just said they were. And people who don't know, it's a. It was formerly a private security military company, and um, they did. They were heavily involved in diamond mining in Africa, and uh, from what I heard on Reddit, um, yeah, he is a complete sociopath. And has no regard towards human life at all. I mean, that has nothing to do with her appointment to the Department of Education. Mm-hmm. Just a little, you know, just a taste of what kind of family we're dealing with here, yeah, the people yeah. that we're dealing with. And um, I guarantee that I had some leeway, too, in getting her nominated to the position that he had. Um, he eventually sold off the company, and now they have contracts with the U.S. military, even though they're supposed to be a private firm. Um, I just, I, 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 I just don't understand. I don't get this at all. Please, somebody explain this to me. So, what is going to be the aftermath of her? Com- well, like, what does she want to do? Well, I'm not exactly sure what she wants to do. I just know that she has no experience in being a teacher or being in a public school or being in an educational setting, and I just have no idea what she thinks she's going to accomplish or what sh- what makes her qualified for this type of position. I think that's the controversy in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree with you. So uh, let's learn a little bit more about Betsy DeVos. Washington Post. Confirmation hearing in three minutes. He asked me to join his team, and I'm grateful for his dedication to education. If confirmed, I look forward to working with him, Vice President-elect Pence, uh-huh. and all of you. Sure. We're fortunate that Are Betsy we? DeVos is the nominee for U.S. Education yeah. Secretary. Oh, she yeah. is and has been on our children's side. I support her what confirmation. And look forward to working with her. I know that some people... That's nice, but does she have experience? I, I don't care what side she's on. Does she have experience in the education circuit? Nope. Uh, are questioning her qualifications to be... Yeah, no shit. Secretary of education. She's the leader of the entire country and in one regard. questions to me seem to be based on the fact that she doesn't come from within the education establishment. God, you know, and but when you'd want someone that leads the education committee... You might want her to be, you know, in education. I mean, that would be like... Why is why was that a word that came out of that old fucker's mouth? That would be like nominating a president who has no political experience. You know... Oh, wait. That's I, already I happened. I know that she doesn't have a lot of education experience, but I think she's going to be a great leader of our America's children. children. Yes, exactly. No, no, <laughs> I got you. No, I got you. And I'll be CEO of Nintendo. I've never really played a video game in my fucking life, but I'll be CEO of Nintendo, you stupid cocksucker. All right, let's, let's see what the rest of these fuckers have to say. Honestly, I believe that today that's one of the most important qualifications <clears throat> You could have for this job. What? If Good intention. Being a mother? A yeah. Advocate for great public schools. But You've never even been in a public school. I How would be, you know anything about public schools? You know, I grew up she in a million-dollar private school, and I would be a great person for public school. You know, I've never had McDonald's, but I'm just going to be their leader. 
Um, she disdains public schools, and I guarantee that most of her information on them comes from movies and, you know, stereotypes from, like, inner-city schools. Receiving the proper paperwork from the Office of Government Ethics. Uh -huh. Where conflicts are ident identified, they will be resolved. I will not be conflicted, period. Sure. Whatever. So from your answer, mm -hmm. I, I assume that you and your family intend to forego all investments in education companies from now on. Anything that's that is uh, deemed to be a conflict will not be. Yes, will not be. A I'm sorry, I'm confused. What do you mean education? What does she have money in? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, there's so much that's uh, unknown about this, and uh, there's good reason why sh her uh, her nomination has been so controversial and opposed. But I mean, even people in her own party are oppo opposing her. You're kidding? Is she a repub? Mm -mm. She's a demo? She's huh? a Republican or a Democrat? And she's a Republican for sure. <sighs> DeVos attended private institutions for both grade school and college, and her four children were educated at private schools too. In contrast, John King Jr., the last educational secretary to serve under the Obama administration, went to public school, sent his daughters to public school, and taught at a public school. So he not only had all of his children in public schools, he was a fucking teacher at them. Mm -mm. What is going on? Come on, guys. For fuck's sake. And if there was anybody that was elected that had put money in other people's pockets that were electing them back in the day or in any other country, that would be called one thing. It would be called corruption. But in today's country, it's just called good business practices. It's like skipping out on your taxes. It's a good business practice. You know, Trump, he might not have paid tax for 11 years, but that's the taxes' fault. He learned loopholes and ways to evade them. Yeah, okay, tell that to yourself when you're, you know, paying his difference, you stupid fucks. Speaking of not paying your taxes. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, my God. For some local news. I didn't even oh know about no. this. Oh, no. All right, let's, let's just jump right into this here. Come on. Speak. Forever hold thine peace. Property taxes. According to the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office, Bevan and his wife still owe $11,000 in taxes. Uh, that bill is for their $700,000 house in the uh, Cherokee Gardens neighborhood. About half of that bill is slated to go to JCPS, with Metro government and the state also getting a portion. The governor's office has not responded to a request for comment. WDRB of business course they have That's the Republican Jesus thing. Jesus fucking Christ. It, it, Plead the fifth. Oh. Ignore the question or change the subject. Don't say a damn word. Here's the thing, guys. Wesley Snipes went to jail for it. Donald Trump didn't get anything for it. And apparently, if you're someone like Bevan, if you get caught, eh, eh, come on. I'm Matt Bevan. Wait a minute. I'm rich. I, this is a little off topic here, but I'm reading down here that our governor has blasted the Jefferson County public school system, calling it absolute unmigitated disaster. I mean, what the hell? What does that mean? He doesn't like it. Our he, he doesn't go to it. Our governor hates the public school system of our largest city and our pretty much primary edu you know, education market yeah. in the entire country. The one that serves more kids than anywhere else. All right, then, Bev, fix it. Or are you too worried to actually you know, go on TurboTax and fill out your shit correctly? Mm. It doesn't make any sense. It's just getting worse and worse. We're just letting these people get away with too much. The, the it, it goes for both sides, Democrats and Republicans. Fuck Hillary, fuck Trump, fuck DeVos, fuck Bevan. They're all fucking up. Well, They're getting away with whatever the goddamn... They think that they don't have to play by the rules now that Donald Trump is in office sure. and he's gotten away with so much but shit. No, they would have thought that way before this. I mean, but now, they that, always now that Trump that. is in office and given all the outrageous crap that he's gotten away with i think that people uh, gop members in high power think that they can do the same thing think that they can spout these outrageous statements think that they can just do whatever the hell they want and face no consequences for it they're, they're all fucking up they're all doing whatever the hell they want to and it's not because of trump it's not because of anything it's just we're taking too much of a blind eye and i'm not going to go that alex jones route god damn it america you need to get your fucking head on straight you're letting all these people go on with your money and giving it to the aliens no, it's not that. It's not a, It's not about that. It's literally just we're, we're taking a blind eye to this, and I don't know why. And I think we're focusing on improper ways to protest improper things. So when someone is corrupt and someone does something bad, like Betsy DeVos getting elected by the same people that she pays. Oh, yeah. She pays for Or her. Hillary Clinton only letting the FBI see 
a year of her emails versus all the emails and then destroying the laptop afterwards. When things <laughs> like this happen, we're focused on the wrong things and we're focused on protesting the right things in incorrect manners. So what are we doing? We, we can hold signs all day. We can march in different cities all day. We can take out our boobs all day. It doesn't matter if you free the nipple. Are you going to actually fix the thing that is giving you the reason to free the nipple? Are you going to fix the problem that's actually getting you out on the streets, holding the sign, and recording a fucking Snapchat video? I don't give a fuck about protesting, homie. It's I mean, not though, working. It's, it is one of the fundamental rights of an American citizen. Absolutely, though. and I love everybody that does it, and I've been to quite a few myself in recent years, even the, the most, most recent ones. The people, though, who are doing, but it's doing not it, working. the people who are doing it violently, yes, they're causing irreparable harm to the causes, and they're making people not take it seriously. Though the march, like the women's march that, that have been going on you know, nationwide, I applaud their efforts. You know, they're doing it non-violently, and they're uh, coming in masses, like I think it was like 2 million total uh, people involved in those um, protests. Mm -hmm. um, that's good. That's exactly what we need. Um, I saw people of all different races, genders, sexualities, uh, religions that were participating in those riots. I had friends who were in uh, riots. I protest. My bad. Um, I had friends who are participating in those, and now I applauded their efforts. And I mean, that's exactly what we uh, people should be doing. They should be doing, but they're, it's just it's it's not it's not covering all your bases. It, it's just not, and people are doing it for themselves at this point. And again, I want to blame the ever loving plight of social media. I every single protester that I've ever seen gone out there, at least in my circle, has posted pictures, has trumped themselves. They're doing it all wrong. It's all about like, them. Look at me. I made a funny, witty sign that had a joke from the internet on it, and I wore a cool t-shirt that I got made on a website somewhere, and my Urban Outfitter jeans. I am doing something right for this country. No, you're not. Protesting is one thing, but if everybody around you is corrupt, they're just going to do this, turn their heads, and keep getting money. They don't give a fuck about you. The same thing happened, and this all started almost because when I was a kid, shit like this actually worked. Shit like this actually turned the tide. You got Bill Clinton and people impeached for shit like this. Mm -hmm. And way less. They were doing way less, but the protesting worked way more. But when the housing market hit, and all of a sudden... People found out that they couldn't do shit because, guess what? The housing market crashed because the housing market was bullshit. Well, also they were putting and rating. So the housing market worked as they got a bunch of mortgages together, right? But each single mortgage didn't get you a lot of money. But if you bundled a 1000 together, that got you a lot of money. And then you could sell that group for even more money. And that's what banks were doing. And they had to rate those. Okay, so uh, all these loans, this thousand group of mortgages, you know, all these people have good credits. They, they're they paying on time. All right, I'll rate this an A-plus. Go sell it. But then people didn't start paying. People were losing jobs and skipping out on payments, 90 days delinquent. And also they were giving houses to people with bad credits, unidentifiable income, you know, no credit at all. They were just giving houses away so they could make more bundles and make more cash. But here's the thing. You put some shitty uh, mortgages together, shitty loans together, they were still rating them A pluses. Oh, uh, half of these are delinquent and the other half are, you know, they have shitty credit and are almost delinquent and, you know, 10% are in foreclosure. Ah, fuck it. Just go sell it on the market. My and dad, guess what? The whole thing crashed. My dad was uh, sent me this gif of like a Steve Martin um, SNL skit that was pretty much like, if you don't have cash... Don't buy it if you don't. If you can't it's pay not that. for it, you can't pay for everything. You can't pay yeah. for a car on your own. You can't pay for a house on your own. Not everybody is a business owner. Not everyone is Bill Fucking Gates. You need credit at some point. You need loans at some point. But it was because of the housing market that the housing market crashed. And what did Wall Street do? They said, "Oh my God, if we go under, everyone's coming with us. So give us money." No, I'm not going to fucking give you money. You were the ones that robbed and stole all your fucking shit step by step to the top. You're like fucking Enron. You were ha you were on this like pile of bullshit and you're purporting it as like fucking gold and selling it. You're exactly like Enron. We didn't pay out Enron. We let Enron die. But we didn't let them die. Protesting didn't work then another. and it hasn't worked since then. Step by step by step. Another you know, Another thing is, and another problem, and I can speak from personal experience in this ma <coughs> matter, sure. is that our generation is not going 
to the polls and they're not voting and they're not exercising their yeah, rights these, as a these citizen. are the same motherfuckers that gave us a 16 percent turnout in the primaries yeah like fuck the midterm elections are extremely important voting for our local representatives and the state representatives are very important in trying to get our messages across and nobody our generation's not they doing don't that give a shit. we're lazy and we want the instant gratification social media snapchat instagram it gives us a social gratification like, we like likes instantly we want things right now one day shipping immediate returns my money now we want it immediately so protesting you know you have to work at it you have to work at changing your government you have to work at voting you have to go to a poll and fucking stand out in the rain for an hour and oh my god press some buttons and then all you get is a sticker i don't want to post a sticker to instagram what i want to do is post this funny little bernie sanders meme instead of voting and that's what half of you motherfuckers did and that's why he lost the primary if you could that and corruption i bet you if you could vote for our, our people through facebook or through the internet sure it would have turned out a lot differently probably yeah i i I guess so and i I, that's got to be reinstated soon i know voting right now is a little skeezy it's probably pretty corrupt as well corrupt 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 corrupt. everything's corrupt but eventually you're gonna have to make it easier for people because you're not gonna get these fuck nuggets out of bed these fucktards are not gonna lift themselves out of bed put down their fucking phone and i'm sounding like the old man i'm gonna stop but (laughs) it's true it's true why is the turnout so bad with our generation versus previous generations because you're all a bunch of instant gratifying lazy motherfuckers you don't want to get out you don't want to vote you don't want to do things that will actually change the country you want to do things that will make you look good or it's the mentality that i used to have up until this year this is the first year actually actually register to vote for state and uh, federal elections but they're the mentality that the votes won't count or that your vote doesn't count or make a difference yeah. that mentality is also poisoning the our sure. generation too yeah of course it is and it's kind of hard it's not it's not difficult to see why people <laughs> would think that way given how in t- election after election people yeah. like mitch mcconnell keep getting reelected, even though they're like the worst senators that we have yeah and i it's i i can understand the you know the dis you know, people getting mm-hmm. disencouraged and mm-hmm. something's got to change. I, I, it, it's not going to, what it's going to take is to get one of ours into the office, not like a millennial, but, you know, just a, a, a bit less archaic thinking person. But it's just going to happen by chance. You know, Barack Obama had a lot of support because he appealed to the older generation as well as the younger generation mm-hmm. because he spoke about both sides of things. He didn't just speak about change on one side or change on the other. You know, he didn't just speak about, you know, gay rights and this and that and the third that maybe more conservative people wouldn't like. And then he didn't go on the other coin and just speak about, you know, conservative things that more liberal people didn't like. He kind of cut right through the middle. And he got a little bit of both. And well, he got enough of a little bit of both to win two times in a row. This election wasn't that. It was either one or the other, and they both fucking suck. But people are so afraid of change, too. They're so afraid of, of breaking away from tradition and trying something new. Sure. And afraid that it might not work out. But would you rather just stick with a system that's broken and not working or try something new? And if it doesn't work out, we can just go back to the old system or just try something else new again. Yeah, but then again, it's not all about, you know, let's try something new. And I, I always hated the whole thing of, it just needs to change. Just, just change it now. Like, it's not about that. Guys, I can't, we can't become president and then just snap our fingers and healthcare is free, education is free. That's what Bernie thinks that. Trump thinks the opposite. (laughs) Bernie Sanders is the one that thought that. Bernie Sanders, I couldn't get, I could get behind 99%. That last 1%, he's just going to make college free. I don't know. He's just going to make insurance free. It's not going to work like that. That wasn't a system that was already in place to begin with. Denmark had that in place already. Places like parts of Germany had that in place already. You know, New Zealand had that in place already when they started. Back in the day, we set up a pay-for-pay system. You know, you pay an insurance company, and the idea was you get more choices. You don't just let the government handle your doctors. You get a lot more choices. But it kind of doesn't work because then you have all these little things, you know, people who are you taking advantage what? of the system. People, The insurance companies are taking advantage of the system. because Robbing they, us blind. For a long time, if you were someone that had kidney cancer or cancer of any t- kind or just a sickness, you couldn't get insurance. You were basically fucked. If people would be like uh, those kinds of surgeries or people with those illnesses, they're more likely to die. They're not yeah, going to give you any because they were going to have to pay you out and they knew if you had cancer and you were coming in you would have to get cancer treatment immediately that's why you're here they would have to pay you out just like right off the bat they weren't going to get a little bit of your money first and then pay you off they were going to have to pay you off right off the bat they didn't want to do that that's what a pre-existing condition is called obama did away with all that he started off slow and that's the correct thing to do 
Well, we don't hated that because they were like, no, I want it, I want it free. Guys, it's not going to happen that well, way. Well, in regards to Bernie Sanders, we don't know what exactly his policies are, uh, uh, po- um, what he was going to do to implement his ideas it's just and policies. All the, we don't. Yeah, we, we never. We, we may never get a. We'll chance never to see know. It. But he was the radical version of like what Trump is now, at least in my mind. But nowhere near as fucking crazy. He was extremely level-headed and he had experience in all of these things. But, but anytime, you know, I went to his rally. Anytime he said that school was going to be free, healthcare was going to be free. Yeah, motherfucker. It's. I was the only one, not the only one, because I'm not a special little snowflake. But I was standing there like, no, it's not it's how this not works. Gonna work like it's not that. How any of this works. That's not how any of this works, Bernie. <laughs> you're not just gonna make shit free if it already wasn't established that way. What are you gonna go up to Princeton and be like, Princeton, stop charging people money? You're gonna be okay. like, a, you're gonna be a tenured fucking professor of science or something and go, oh well, guess I'm gonna have to start giving my things for free now and get paid by the government. No. No. That's communism. Are you going to be humana and go, well, shit, I guess we're just going to have to start taking cuts from the government and uh, just kind of offering this? No, man. Of course not. You're, we're not going to be like Canada for at least another 40 to 50 fucking years. So, guys, here's the thing. If you want all that, go to Denmark. I don't think it'll, it. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I, I, I would love to move to Denmark, but... You know, to go to Canada and stuff, you need, like, applicable, like... You need to have savings, you need to have a job. Well, I mean, they require, like, right off the bat, you know, this is not a lot of money, but they require, like, 10 grand. All right, sure, fine, let's go to Canada. But then, you know, they they want you to be set up when you come here. They want you to have something that can actually contribute to the company. Are you a doctor? Are you a lawyer? Are you a teacher? Can you do anything for us? Are you going to support our economy in any way, shape, or form? Are you just going to come here to leech off government benefits? Because the they don't do want that? all that. Does the U.S. have policies like that? The U.S. does that in a way. They don't really require a minimum like amount of schooling or like knowledge or a career base. I wouldn't or be opposed. They're to very like lax that. in those areas, but to g- actually get citizenship, you got to know a lot of random ass shit. They give you a test that has a lot of random ass shit on it, but also they have a lot of random ass fucking requirements. But most of all, it's the paperwork. Dog, I swear, the U.S. gets, they, they, they string people out and weed people out of their immigration office just by the fucking paperwork. Dog. People just don't want to deal with it and they think it's not worth it. If, if you're trying to get, uh, maybe that's go the from play. a visa maybe to that. a green card to citizenship, what were you about to say? Maybe that's the idea. Maybe that's no. That's exactly the idea. It takes years, two, three, four. If you're a refugee, fuck man, it can take upwards of six fucking years, and by that time you're goddamn dead. So yes, Trump, let's make it longer. Let's make the ban longer. Let's just keep weeding people out. Let's well, keep stopping what made this. Well, even great. if the ban does go into effect, it's only supposed to last for 120 days until vetting processes can get uh, even more extreme than they already are right now. Mm, yes. Yes. Mm. It's all retarded. It's all fucked as shit, bro. Yeah. Your we're shit's fucked the, up and you talk like a pussy. We're in the middle of a giant shit storm that's just getting worse. I don't know if it's a giant shit storm, I, dog. It, there's, I get it. The, People it, are scared of the checks and balances, and I think they're kind I of bullshit. Not to in begin the sense with, that uh, Washington is in a shit show. I think just everybody is just, there's just so much chaos right now, and people are so uncertain, and people are just. Every every well, day there's something new to it, be angry about. Yeah, and it's kind of like what Louis C.K. says. It's we're it's going to take this country going back to riding donkeys and using pulleys to harvest grain to actually like get us back to square one. Either that, or someone's going to kill these motherfuckers and put someone else in office. But who knows? Maybe after this four years, if he doesn't get reelected, we'll get what we wanted originally. Maybe another Obama. Maybe someone better than Obama because Obama had a lot of his you know skeezy shit as well. You know, but we'll never get that perfect politician until you take advertisements and money out of politics. It's not going to happen to take money out of politics. You know, I get it. I sound like Alex Jones, but it's just it's not going to happen. You're never going to have the perfect politician, but you want a politician that who has money going towards the right things, not the wrong things. You want, you know. All right. So here's the thing. Tesla, Elon Musk, I'm begging you. All right. I know you don't like the system and everything, but. You're doing a lot of good. Fucking start putting money in politicians' pockets, dude. Please. Please start corrupting yourself. Please start putting money in politicians' pockets. I need you. Elon Musk, you know, uh, people of Google, other millennial companies that uh, everyone likes. You know, Bill Gates, I'm telling you, if you want your shit to get done in America, just start paying politicians, man. It's like 18th century it's working England. for the GOP. Exactly. You know, you got a knight stick at your door. Oh, all right, love, come on out. You're going to get raped, otherwise you're going to give me a shilling. Just give him the shilling. 
please start paying these politicians. We want things to change. So Elon Musk, everybody out there, if it, you want renewable energy, you want the end of coal, start putting money in their pockets. Leslie Note for president. Start, if you put money in their pockets, just play the game. Play the fucking corruption game. Put $200 million back into these motherfuckers' pockets and see if Betsy DeVos gets that's the, nominated that's again. Such the I wrong thing to, that is such a wrong thing to say, but it's no, so I, true, I, though. I, it I'm could just work. Saying, I'm just saying, we need more corruption from the right side, not the wrong side. So you motherfuckers, I'm telling you, Bill Gates, if you want you know, worldwide vaccines to happen and more you know, sexual education and uh, more renewable energy, you and Elon and all those guys from Google, everybody, y'all need to get together and start paying off these motherfucking politicians play the game and stop posting your fucking protest photos on facebook guys okay mm-hmm. is that fair enough uh yeah cnd radio february 8th 2017 live from right. the studio in louisville <laughs> kentucky our first ever live for this uh show <laughs> everybody thank you for joining us we will see you next time closing off right here right now cnd radio thanks for stopping by adios